Hello and welcome to another Rizual Radio podcast. I'm actually joined today by Abby Williams. So it's the second time actually on Rizual Radio. So nice to have you back, Abby. Thanks. <laughs> and we're going to be talking all around Office 365 adoption today. Um, and Abby, uh, could you give us a little bit of an intro? Uh, first question being, what are the common reasons why adoption today is low? Yeah. Um, so quite a lot of organisations, especially our customers, um, originally when Office 365 came out, led it as an IT project. Right, okay. Everyone thinks, oh, it's technology, we'll lead it just <laughs> by IT, and they'll do all the work and they'll just pass it over to users and users will just understand it. Cool. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, so, on average, we're looking at about a 10% usage of active users within Office 365, and you think how much people are paying for... It's quite um, low, very low. Yeah, <laughs> think how much they're paying a month for licenses for each person for only 10% of them to use, either some of the features or just completely not logging in right um, it's crazy so yeah so it's the lack of lack of engagement with the users it's being an IT driven rather than a business driven yeah um, and there's no strategic plan for adoption consumption it's always an afterthought mm -hmm. so rather than them thinking at the beginning how are we going to roll this out what are we going to do with the users how are we going to get them up to date they just roll it out and then go oh that didn't really work what are we going to do with the users now so yeah. that's the reasons why the adoption becomes so low in Office 365. Okay, for example then, so I'm an organisation, how as an organisation can um, you actually avoid uh, the lack of adoption? Yeah, um, so the idea is to obviously plan early, um, so to get early user engagement, um, to run events with them, just have a campaign on the internet, just get them thinking about it. So internally we use um, ADCAR methodology, so that's the awareness and then building the desire Mm -hmm. to be able to change, um, having the knowledge to be able to change, the ability, and then reinforcing that. One of the massive things they always forget is reinforcement. So when you roll out things like Yammer, Teams, great, you've got a nice campaign, yeah. it's all going great, and then once it's T minus one, uh, T minus zero, that's it. Mm -hmm. they, they forget about and it. it goes and goes into the yeah, distance, just fades away. Yeah, so... They're the main things um, to, to use to avoid. And champion programs, they're another great thing because people would rather learn off their colleagues than someone in IT that's telling them how to use it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So um, why should an organisation be thinking about uh, the users and adoption? Um, because it needs to be a, um, a user-driven um, project rather than a technical project so they need to be thinking about adoption way before so before you've even migrated or thought about so this is the very beginning then yeah. back at the yeah. start, right. so you should be building a strategy around your adoption and consumption around your training your communications what events are you going to run um, so we always use about t minus 12 weeks with regards to communications and training and okay. starting that um, so that should be if you were migrating their OneDrive, it's going on this date, then 12 weeks before they should have their engagement starting. Because um, the more you keep someone engaged, the less resistance you're going to get right. to change. Right. It, it, otherwise, it becomes a nightmare. Yeah, I can understand. So in terms of activities, what, what could an organisation do? What could they help to engage more users? Yeah. Yeah, so rather than obviously having it boring, email, communications, all those sort of things. Keep you it do, interesting. Yeah, you can have fun things. So like um, lunch and learn. So in a, in a canteen in the building, you could have a couple of devices set up. You could have little banners around, some freebies and just where people... Prompting people to, yeah, to do these Yeah, people things. can Good just idea. pop in and ask about what's going on, have a little play, get to see it before it's even out. That's when 
you'll get people's minds going is when they're getting things earlier than other people because it's that whole thing I got to sit before you. <laughs> um, you can do buzz days, so that's for a whole day. It's like a lunch and learn, but you've got a key area. Um, we had a customer that had an actual permanent area for the whole rollout of Office 365, which is a model office. Right. Uh, and that's where people can come in, try common tasks on these devices that they might get. Um, and that really builds the, the knowledge and the ability to be able to do those tasks when they actually get the devices. Um, but yeah, so things like that where you're actually getting them face-to-face -face and getting mm. the, the user engagement. Yeah, it's more it engaging. It really helps yeah. tease out early feedback, early issues, those sort of things, rather than having the thing where you throw them the device, give them everything in Office 365, mm. they go and complain about it and it ends up Chinese whispers and you end up with yeah. a really negative... Um, roll out. No, okay, well we spoke about, obviously you spoke about the low uh, end of adoption mm -hmm. there. Uh, and let's look at the opposite end of the scale. Can you talk around a little bit around what activities, uh, um, what activities after they've happened, sorry, uh, when adoption is high, when uh, people actually are engaging with it, what, what are the key signs that show yeah. that? Yeah, um, so obviously user feedback's a massive one. Um, so you should really be doing a survey um, and doing a couple of surveys actually as people get more mature with Office 365 so you can start to see how they're actually using it and how some reinforcement events might help with the with the feedback from users and you'll be able to find quickly where there might be some gaps in your communications or your training because they'll obviously complain about that in their feedback. Um, and another great thing that Microsoft have actually provided is a, a content pack right. um, where you can see the whole of the Office 365 adoption. Um, and it gives you a nice graphical graphical view um, for, through Power BI and you can easily interrogate that data and that's completely free. Mm -hmm. um, so you can go on the Microsoft site, search content, adoption content pack, download it and it's all there ready for you. And you can see all the um, elements of Office 365 and right. see where the active usages and returning users because that's really important. They might log on once, but they might never return again. Yeah. Um, and then one thing to think about before you've even started the project is success metrics. Okay. There should always be outlined success metrics. What adoption level do we want to get to? Because without that, you don't know what you've achieved. So, so on those, you, I know you touched on it there on the success metrics to, to measure mm -hmm. any form of anything in any business. So can you expand a little bit around what those success, success metrics are? Yeah. Um, so you tend to want to, to get a few. Um, so some might be when you're doing an, uh, one drive for business migration. Right. Um, and you want to get 85% returning users. Okay. Because ideally, that's going to be people's documents in OneDrive for yeah, Business. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So you'd hope that they would return to it, otherwise <laughs> you've wasted your effort in migrating of it there. Um, and the, or there might be some communication issues that they don't know the documents are there. Um, so you want to look at things like that. You want to look at teams. So how many active users are in teams so you want to aim high you don't yeah. want to just have a few a flutter of a few because you've not done your job properly then oh, of course um, you want it across the board um, and then it's the change to like an organization or an individual so have you changed someone's role have you improved the way they work so a lot of things like field users and being able to work more agile and stuff like that so it's getting case studies around that and that's they should be success metrics yeah that's what it, you want it to is base numerical stuff. and um 
change management based. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned obviously before as well the Office 365 Adoption Content Pack. Mm -hmm. um, just for the purpose of our listeners, could you uh, tell us a little bit around what that is when they, when they actually get it and where to actually find it, go and find that? Yeah, so you can either access it through a link on the Microsoft. If you go and search on the Microsoft website for Adoption Content Pack, um, you'll be able to download the uh, Power BI pack into your tenant or you can go if you're an admin of your Office 365 your account you can actually go and have a look at usage and there'll be a little tile that says do you want to download the content pack and it's really easy to download and you'll be able to share it out to other people in the organisation. Fantastic, we'll make sure we'll put that in um, the link obviously in the description so our listeners can access those seizures access. Uh, thank you again for joining <laughs> us on Visual Radio Abbey, a okay. pleasure as always um, and just for our listeners obviously to Stay in touch and subscribe for everything that is going on in the world of visual at the minute. Subscribe to our podcast. We're now available on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Thank you.